0: Freestyle Travel. Hey everybody. This is the Freestyle Travel Show. I'm your host, Kenny Flannery. I'm in Wyoming at the moment. Alpine, Wyoming. Jackson Hole area. And this episode, I'm just going to catch up on kind of like travel news in a way. (laughs) I think the main thing I'm going to talk about is what people have been asking me about in the last... Two or three months, which is what it's like to travel right now. Kind of like uh, the state travel in the states. If you were, uh, people have been asking me what it's like to hitchhike right now. What it's like to be on the road, being that kind of out of my backpack full time for over a decade, and the world's a little different. So, I'll give you my answer on that, more or less. I mean, things changing all the time. Uh, but yeah general travel news kind of things. I also want to talk about uh, couchsurfing, couchsurfing.com, which is uh, it's all over now. <laughs> yeah, the whole paywall situation with couchsurfing, how that's changed, why I'm probably not going to use it again, but I don't know. We'll see. I'll get into that. Uh, also, I wanted to talk about Google Fi, which I've mentioned a lot of times in terms of like my promo code, like what Google Fi is and how you can use it, but they changed something about a week ago, and I want to talk about that uh, more in depth because it's become a lot better with uh, the separation of Google Voice. And what that means for it being a lot cheaper, basically, kind of like a really cool travel hack. So I'll get into that. I do have the promo code, which I guess I'll mention now and then. And that code is TDW3EE, which uh, saves us both 20 bucks. But uh, yeah, I really, I really want to get into that because I implemented this hack today, and it's awesome. Um, and then yeah, lastly, I'll I'll catch you up on. Some of my latest travels um, from New York to Wyoming, how I'm here, what I've been doing, uh, tell you about some of the videos I've posted up. And uh, yeah, speaking of videos, travel videos, before I get into all that stuff, um, hopping. Hopping has been crushing it lately. Well, you know, it's been doing pretty good. (laughs) We are uh, seven episodes in, and the season finale is Thursday, which I'm recording this Tuesday night, so... Yeah, less than 48 hours, that'll have aired, so uh, by the time you hear this, uh, there's a decent chance the finale, I say aired, it'll be posted on YouTube, so for those of you who don't know what hopping is, it's the, and for those of you who do, it's the hopping, backpacking beer adventure, it's the show with me and my buddy, we uh, hitchhiked to 11 different breweries out west in December and January, filmed the whole thing. Edited it down to pretty much twenty-minute episodes. There's seven of them. This finale will be the eighth episode, and yeah, I'm stoked. It's been a, it's been a whole thing. <laughs> so it's, I don't know, in a way, coming to an end this the season anyway. We've already talked about doing a, a second season, but definitely check that out. Go binge out if you want to. You can go, go watch all the episodes in a row. Turned out really well. So if you like uh, if you like beer, and you like travel, you're gonna dig the show. And yeah, just youtube.com slash hopping. I haven't even seen the final episode yet, and it airs in less than 48 hours. Maybe while I'm uh, recording this, I'll get an edit in. Gary Blake's our editor slash producer. And yeah, he's cutting in real close with this one, because uh, I think it's going to be a little bit longer than the other ones, and kind of been editing as we've gone, so... Yeah, hopefully by the time I'm done recording this, I can watch at least a rough cut, and uh, yeah, I'm excited, so I'm as excited as you are. Both of us are in the dark at this exact moment, so it should be exciting. Uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, let's jump into, I guess I'm just going to call this the state of travel in the States. <laughs> let's do it. Alrighty. Here we go. Um, so yeah, like I said, I wanted to talk about, um, yeah, just traveling right now, kind of what it's like with all the pandemic stuff and border closings and social stuff. I wanted to talk about, um, yeah, my recent travels. I'll do that after, um, couch surfing, and I'll just start off with the Google voice thing. I think I should be able to do this quick. Let me take a sip of this beer here. I am in Wyoming, and I am really close to Melvin Brewery, which is one of the best breweries there is, so I have some beer. It's called Frothy Embrace. It's a Nordic IPA brewed with uh, kvike yeast. And hey, another plug for the finale. I forgot to mention, in the finale of Hopping, uh, or if you've been watching it, in episode three, I brewed this beer in Phoenix and part of that beer I put into a growler with Kvike yeast, which is a Nordic sort of Scandinavian yeast. And uh, yeah, we traveled with that brewing this little growler, backpacking along, hitchhiking with it. And in the last episode, this finale, we uh, crack it open, see what it tastes like. So, anyways, <laughs> accidental plug for the show. But uh, yeah, Google Voice. Let me get into this real quick, uh, cause. Some of you will find this absolutely awesome and some will just maybe not care. But, uh, yeah, Google – so Google Fi, real quick, is Google's phone service and they piggyback off of, uh, like, in this country, T-Mobile, I think, Sprint, an American cellular. But basically it works all over the, the world. So you pay tw- – or, you know, their most basic plan is 20 bucks a month and it's unlimited calls and texts, like, everywhere. So it doesn't care when you – the border into Canada or fly to Australia, your phone just keeps on working for that 20 bucks and then it's $10 a gigabyte. Y'all know what it is if you've heard this podcast. Uh, I've been using it for a couple years or a few years. Pretty much love it. It's pretty good. Um, Now let me explain what Google Voice is real quick and this will all start to come together. Google Voice has also been around for much, much longer. It used to be called Grand Central. Um, It's been around for over a decade I've had it for that long, and you basically get online and get a phone number, and then you can have that free phone number forward to any phone. And it's pretty awesome, because it's free. And you can, you know, text uh, on your computer, and just via Wi-Fi, whatever. So anyways, I had that tied to my Fi account, and... Just this week, they made it so they can be separate again, and what that means is you can take your Google Voice number and have it forward to your Fi number. This is sounding really long-winded and confusing. Uh, the point is that with Google Fi, you can uh, it's month-to-month, that $20 payment, plus whatever you use for data, but they have a pause feature. Where you can just like, so if you pause it for two weeks out of the month, say you're like hiking or you're just somewhere that is Wi Fi all the time, you can pause it so you're not paying. So instead of 20 bucks, it'd be 10 bucks. Uh, and up until now, if I paused it, it meant that I couldn't get texts on my phone number. So if I got any texts while I was um, had it paused, I would never get those texts. They would just go nowhere. And if anyone called me, it would just say, this. Uh, phone is disconnected Uh, but now i can pause it and still have that google voice going so it's still the same phone number so i can get um text messages just via wi-fi so like right now for example i just pause it because i'm near wi-fi and not paying so it's like a free phone that was really long-winded i'm not going to cut it out though (laughs) so if that made sense to you it's it's pretty awesome Basically, it makes Google Fi even cheaper because you can pause it when you're on Wi-Fi or when you're not using your phone, but still have your phone via Wi-Fi. Does that make sense? It did for somebody. Somebody's going to use my code, TDW3EE, sign up for Google Fi and be super stoked. The rest of you are thinking about what other podcasts you can listen to. So let's jump into the uh, couch surfing stuff. (laughs) So couch surfing. Um, I assume you all know what it is. I had a whole episode about it. It's the hospitality network, um, that I could always used to say was totally free and you could, um, you know, look up people in different towns and stay with them if they're cool with it. Two or three nights kind of thing. Uh, yeah. And then last month, I'm losing the time frame here in the past month, they, uh, let me take a sip of beer. That all changed, so I went to log in, and it asked me for money, and that's what they're doing now. They, um, they leverage the uh, COVID thing. That's what they're saying is the problem. They're like, oh, we can't afford to keep our stuff going because of COVID, which, you know, there's got to be some legitimacy to that. There's not a lot of people traveling, which is the next thing I'm getting into, traveling right now. Uh, but, yeah, just the way they've done it is super sketchy. So instead of, you know, charging people money to search for a host or to uh, send a message to a host, they straight up won't let you in at all without paying. All these people, like including myself, self who I've been on the site for over a decade, you know, I've two or three hundred references from people I've met on the site. I've been using it for a long time, and a lot of people have. I can't even log in to see my messages, so anyone that I've stayed with in the past, if I didn't exchange WhatsApp or Facebook information, I have no way to contact them. They have no way to contact me, Uh, even if they pay, I mean, unless I pay, and they pay, and that's the thing. There's no way to know if someone's paid either, so I could pay and log in and send a message to someone, but I have no idea... If they've even paid, if they have access to the site, same thing to go, if I were to pay and try to couch surf somewhere, I'd be sending a bunch of messages to hosts that may or may not have even uh, paid. And if they try to log in, then it looks like they logged in. So you don't even know, <laughs> you don't even know via that. So it's just a big mess. And a lot of people got really upset. I reached out to Couchsurfing to see if they wanted to be on this podcast. They did not respond. <laughs> Uh, they're not really responding to anybody, to be fair, uh, too well. You can go read their blog posts where they try to explain their way out of this, but at the end of the day, a lot of people are just switching to trust roots and be welcome, which are mighty fine sites. They do the same thing. You know, there's some bells and whistles that are not there. There's some stuff that's better, um, but at least they're free and they're transparent and they're talking about what they're doing. So yeah, it's really unfortunate. It's really, really unfortunate because I've really liked couch surfing for a long time. And now just from them doing this, so many people are leaving and just making the site kind of unusable. I don't know what their end game is. Uh, The biggest suggestion everyone gave them was you should have done like a Kickstarter or GoFundMe kind of thing and like been transparent about it instead of just one day just turning it off so that's what happened to couch surfing there are they're kind of dead kind of dead i mean i'm sure there's some people who are still paying and there's still plenty of people who hosted and therefore have um like they haven't been locked out yet so there's still still people figuring out what happened not everyone knows that they're gonna get locked out eventually even it's a it's a big big mess like i said it's unfortunate but yeah trust roots be welcome that's what you should be looking into even if you're not traveling or hosting i would i mean if you're considering it i would just go take a look at those sites get familiar i personally like trust roots but um until they both get bigger i mean trust roots is plenty good in europe that's for sure uh But until Trust Roots is bigger in the U.S., I'll probably always check that first for when I do need to find someone cool in the U.S. And then uh, if I don't see someone there, I'll check Be Welcome, and I'm sure I'll find somebody cool. Um, But yeah. yeah, it's the end of an era. I mean, they could always turn things around, but I just, I don't know. I don't see it happening, but, you know, stranger things have happened. Take another sip of beer. Cheers to couch surfing. It was awesome. I volunteered for them back in the day real quick, but met a lot of cool people for all the embrace. Yeah, uh, couch surfing. It's a bummer. Yeah, in 2008, I went and volunteered. Back then, they didn't have offices. They would just uh, rent like a house somewhere in the world for three months, six months. They called them collectives. And... Kind of a core group would show up, and then rando volunteers like myself, They would, you know, I still had to apply or whatever, and I, don't, I didn't have to prove I had skills, but I told them I had skills like uh, coding and stuff, and yeah, it was kind of a cool vibe. Um, but yeah, things have changed. It's all right. So I just wanted to explain that to anybody out there who hasn't heard of it yet or was just kind of curious what my thoughts were. Uh, that's that. Go check out Trust Roots. Uh, okay. So, couch surfing, demised. All right. So, yeah. And as part of that, let's get into uh, travel. Um, travel right now in the States. So, yeah. The other day or yesterday, somebody asked me, uh, you might be listening, man. Um, he asked, so I think he said he knows me from the podcast. I get. Random messages from people sometimes. I don't know if it's from the podcast or HoboLifestyle.com or the YouTube stuff. Um, But he said he was thinking of hitchhiking, I believe, for the first time from Florida to Ohio. And he was asking me what I thought about that, if it might be possible. Someone else said they were going from Texas to Florida. Um, I've just had friends who've, they're not going anywhere, but they've just been asking me generally, like, what have I been doing What's it like? Uh, So all I can say is what I've done so far, what my attitude is, and what I'm thinking of doing next. So as far as what I've done so far, since this um, whole, like, all the shutdowns and everything else started, um, I was stuck in Mississippi for a while making backpacks, and when things started to clear up around there, and by that I mean, like, things were opening again, I hitchhiked from there to New York, and that was mid to late May. So in mid to late May, didn't have many issues. The first day in Alabama was kind of slow, and it was on my mind, like, a lot. Like, is this going to be a thing? Is anyone going to pick me up? Everyone's, like, into, you know. So, not everyone, but like social distancing was a real thing, still a thing. Um, all that, like, anyone gonna pick up a dude and breathe each other's air in a closed car? I don't know. Is this, is this happening? And it did. So, yeah, but the first day was slow, and I was definitely just like, ooh, I don't know. But yeah, and then the rides just started coming, truck drivers uh, regular cars, all kinds of people. Um, you know, it was a topic of conversation every other ride. I mean, just like it is every other person, it seems like pandemic stuff, like one aspect of it or another. I think it was somewhere in Virginia where I got a ride from a cop just cause I was walking on the highway and I wasn't supposed to be on the highway. And, uh, he asked me to wear a mask. I had one in my pocket. He was prepared to give me one, but, um, uh, Someone had given me one in Alabama. So, uh, but that was the only um, COVID y kind of thing while I was hitching. So, I didn't get anyone shouting at me or saying anything weird. It was just a totally regular trip, Mississippi to New York, mid May. So, that's one experience. Um, and then, as far as traveling in general, so I also have the reason I was going to New York partially, besides just to see friends, was to pick up my brother's car, which he sold to my sister in Wyoming, and be the one who drove it to Wyoming. So I did that. That's where I left off the last episode, right before I got in that Jeep. Um, yeah, and that was also relatively uneventful. Um, yeah, gas stations along the way. Some of them said you had to wear masks. Some didn't. Some people did. Some people didn't. Uh, People are out and about, and now here in Wyoming, I've been here for a little bit, and yeah, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> there's a lot of people with, like, trailers and RVs, and town is fairly busy. I guess it's, it's been busier, but people are out and about. Let me take a sip of beer. So... I guess what my feeling is, is that it's fine to travel. Um, It's tricky though, you know? Cause since I've been here in Wyoming, I've been with my mom, so she listens to the, the news quite a bit. So I got a lot of that just infiltrating my stuff and I'm just like hearing about stuff shutting down and spikes going up and things becoming political and people getting mad at other people and i don't know how much of that is just the loudest people yelling at each other um really it's hard to tell but i think i think everything's all right you just gotta play it cool i mean if you're not hitchhiking i wouldn't worry really at all about traveling i mean If you go to California or Arizona, I guess all the bars are closed. I know that just by uh, keeping tabs with the the hopping show. But even some of the breweries we went to are still staying open because they they serve food. So I guess, you know, just go do what you want to do. And I mean, just play it how you want to play it. Just go travel. And if you're going to go to a a bar, you know, go to a bar how you go to a bar at home wear your mask or be all upset about not wearing a mask i don't know (laughs) like i think you can just go do your thing um i'm i'm in what i think is the best part of the country to be in right now uh like wyoming idaho well i'm in wyoming but the plan is uh scoot around montana idaho these kind of areas specifically because in the wintertime kind of sucks up here unless you're skiing. And right now it's the perfect time to go camping and hiking. So camping and hiking, you really don't got to worry about any of the the COVID stuff. You're just good to go. So if you're traveling like that, happy days. Um, and yeah, people are obviously well aware of all the stuff going on in the world here. But yeah, not as many people are, uh, I guess, infected or whatever up here. So, the hitchhiking vibes are pretty easy. So, should be good in that regard. Like I said, I'm not too worried about it, and I'll be doing more uh, hiking than hitching, I do believe. One of my concerns, which is why I've stayed here in Wyoming a little bit longer, is um, internet, because of the show. Like I said, I might get that rough cut tonight, and that's like uh, probably going to be a 2 gigabyte file, which I need to download and I don't think coffee shops are a thing quite yet. I still don't think there's many places in the country where you can just pop into a coffee shop or a library and like sit down and rock out their internet for one, two, four hours if you need to. So if you're doing that kind of thing, that could be a little tricky, but fast food places, usually a free internet, um, it's not usually the kind of place where i would hang out for more than like 30 minutes but i guess you could i have done it it's just a lot more uh comfortable at a coffee shop a lot more typical to hang in a coffee shop for several hours so it's one thing to consider but uh, i'm taking another sip of beer yeah so the other thing is um trying to get out of the country, and I can only tell you so much. I mean, I've heard today jabberings of Europe saying they're not going to let Americans in, I don't know for how long, probably at least another month, could be a year. (laughs) I just made that up on the spot, because I have no idea. I don't think anyone knows. But yeah, so as far as that goes, that's tricky. That's going to be tricky for me here. In a little while, because there's only so long I can spend up here. Like, it would be nice to spend the bulk of the summer in all these beautiful states where I'm at. Um, You know, as far down as Colorado, as far up as Washington. This little swath of, you know, Utah, Idaho, Montana, like I've been saying. Um, But yeah, once it starts getting uh, colder and less to do and enjoy, it's like... I'm kind of getting bored being in the U.S. A lot of the other states, like got a lot of friends in California. I can always drop in on them, but it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm itching for, for something else. I'm itching for South America. Ideally for me, I would, uh, get down Chile, Argentina. Uh, once it starts cooling down here and warming up there, you know, kind of do one endless summer vibe, but to that, I can't give you any answers. I don't know. I don't know when borders are going to open in, in that regard and to what countries. I bet a bunch of countries are just going to get flooded, though. There's going to be a handful of countries that are just like, you know what? We'll let you in. And then all of a sudden, like, Philippines is just going to get hammered with Americans or something. There's going to be a few of these countries where it's like they're going to be the only few. And there's going to be so many people like me just itching to go somewhere. And they're just going to swamp those places. Um, for better or worse, but mark my words there, it's bound to happen. Yup. I don't know if I'll be one of those swamping in. I kind of just want to go to the places I want to go to, but we'll see what happens. So, yeah, I guess that's kind of an answer for you. It's more of a preference thing altogether. But I mean, the main answer is yes. Traveling still possible. Hitchhiking still possible. If you're willing to hitchhike and you're willing to uh hop into somebody's car and that person's willing to let you into the car, you both know the risk that uh one of you might have the COVID or shit, anything could happen. You get in the car. I guess the risk is pretty damn well. I'm willing <laughs> I'm willing to take that risk. I guess I guess that's the only thing you'd have to consider and they'd have to consider to pick you up, but two people, relatively informed, doing what you do. So, that's that. I don't feel like I have too much more to offer here, so let me uh, let me jump into the outro, and I will uh, kind of flesh out, actually, what I've been doing here in Wyoming, and uh, tell you about a couple, a couple other videos I got up, that sort of thing. All right, you guys. Alright, so just to catch you up on my travels, I kind of already alluded to it, I took, or spelled it out rather, I took my brother's Jeep, which is now my sister's, drove it out to Wyoming from New York, I uh, spent one night in Indianapolis, caught up with a friend there, and pretty much drove straight from Indianapolis to Wyoming. Stopped somewhere in Nebraska to sleep for a few hours, I think I stopped one more time for like an hour nap, and yeah, basically just hammered out that drive and I've been here since Um, it's been about a month actually god damn it's a long time Uh, yeah and like I said part of that is um the reason it's been a month is the internet thing just needing to stay on top of that hopping show and lots of uploads and downloads and uh, just being here making sure the episodes come out every Thursday without a hitch And that's been going well, and this Thursday, the last one comes out, so we'll see, maybe I'll stick through the weekend, it's 4th of July, you know, not sure what's going on, but whatever, or I may move on, on Friday or something, I don't know, we'll see what happens, and yeah, towards Montana or something, but Wyoming's been a blast, still, I mean, despite the little internet junk I've been doing, I've been catching up, obviously with my mom, uh, with my sister, lives about 40 minutes away in Jackson. Um, went kayaking, got a couple of uh, travel videos up on Hobo Lifestyle. One is just, uh, like a two or three minute jammer of me, uh, driving across the country. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's worth watching watch. There's a little bit of an explanation, which I've given you here, but also just like some time lapses, uh, driving and stuff. I've been getting into, uh, time lapse stuff, just dialing that in more camera junk. And then, uh, yeah, pretty cool, uh, kayaking video. Kayak to the brewery. I'm drinking right now. Let me take a sip. Cheers, Melvin. Nice. Yeah, that river uh, flows um, to Melvin. So you can like pull up to the brewery on the shore there and uh, go have a beer. So I did that and I filmed it because why not? Why not? So yeah, been having a blast. A couple nights camping here and there and just uh, being pretty mellow so I'm, I'm looking forward to the next next steps getting this uh, season finale thing out there again check out youtube.com hopping check out that show and yeah then I'll be moving along and who knows what's gonna happen who knows Lots of good times. It's June, getting into July. It's beautiful. Like I said, there's nowhere in the country I would rather be than up in this area. It's just perfect. Just absolutely perfect. So, got the time, I'm gonna do all the things. <laughs> there's no other countries to be going to. I mean, this is literally the best place that I can be. It's pretty cool when you know you're in the best place you can capably be in. Here we are. All right, you guys. Uh, drink some good beers. Get on the road if you want to. Maybe I'll cross paths with you. Have some fun. Hit me up if you're in the uh, Northwest. I think on to Montana. I'm pretty sure Montana's the next move. Little Bozeman, Great Falls. See what the week brings. Are right, you guys? I will see you down With all my shit straight I will get my big brain.